We're now joined on the WMAY Morning News Feed by Sangamon County Board Chairman Andy Van Meter. I'm Greg Bishop, Chris Murphy in the newsroom, and good morning, Chairman. Thanks for taking time with us this morning. How are you? Good, good morning. It's an honor to be on the, appearing on the Food Channel. <laughs> food channel. Yeah, we have been talking a lot about food, uh, a lot about, uh, you know, some drinks, and maybe we'll offer up some recipes here in a little bit. But, uh, um, you know, we have a lot of businesses, uh, Chairman, that uh, they've had to lay off their employees. They're, they haven't been able to make a revenue stream worth a, worth a, worth a darn all year. Uh, and a lot of it now is coming down on local authorities enforcing mitigation. Uh, let's just start with, uh, you know, why the county is choosing to do what it's doing with a blanket prohibition of indoor restaurant and bar service uh, instead of focusing on uh, maybe some places where there have been outbreaks and helping them mitigate uh, individual establishments. Uh, why are we doing the blanket approach? Well, we, 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 are focused on, we are focused on areas where there have been outbreaks. And, we, and uh, we, for example, um, the, uh, the facilities for elder care We've been very focused on that. Uh, our docs developed a uh, a program for advising and, and um, consulting with them that has now become a model and has, co- has been copied around around the state. So we really are that is our primary focus is where where there have been outbreaks. But this darn COVID disease spread is all about numbers, and and um, it, it eventually gets to the to the. Uh, uh, elder care facilities, but it's, it spreads in the community, and and uh, what we're trying to do is knock down the spread. That's that's what the governor's orders are aimed at is is knocking down the spread because it's a giant funnel when it, 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 these big numbers of where it's spreading, and then eventually it hits our hospitals, and and when it cripples our hospitals, it undermines uh, the health of the entire community. All well, Chairman, I don't think anybody's doubting that uh, we need to make sure that we get uh, capacity at hospitals, but what's what's the difference between somebody, uh, you know, picking food up and eating it with their mask off at home versus uh, picking the food up and eating it inside a restaurant, even with, uh, you know, some proper ventilation and whatnot? Uh, the food handlers are still the uh, the, the, the central issue there. Uh, what What's what's the difference there? And why, why block people from being able to uh, conduct business uh, inside their uh, their business? No, no the eating uh, eating food with your mask on off in a public setting is much more likely to spread virus than eating eating food in your own home, uh, and uh, and that's that's why unfortunately um, the the restaurants and bars have become a focus of this this effort to reduce the spread. Well, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm just trying to square this up because we also hear that the major uh, one of the major drivers is, and you know, people were lectured before Thanksgiving, and we're hearing the same messaging before um, Christmas that you know, don't go uh, to private settings with your family that you haven't seen in months um, because that's going to be a place to spread. We've heard that you know, uh, private gatherings at people's garages or wherever else it might be that's a, that's a really uh, big driver of spreading. Um, so I guess square that up for me. I mean, wh- why why relegate people to those private uh, gatherings where we see a lot of spread happening versus people doing it safely in a restaurant where restaurants are taking the proper mitigation measures with plexiglass and you know uh, fresh silverware and uh, new linens and uh, their servers wearing masks and so on. No, no question. Our restaurants have worked so hard to uh, to create as safe an environment as possible. They want their customers to be safe. They want their staff to be safe. No question. They have worked 
really, really hard to do that. But the, but um, but but we still have this. The activity of dining requires taking your mask off to do it. There's no question that that, that happens in the home and a big Thanksgiving event or or some some party risks spreading it as well. But uh, but the, we don't have any authority to to, to uh, regulate the, what you do in your own home, and I'm very glad we don't. And and in that instance, we're we're uh, we're just asking the public, please. Please be cautious. Um, and but but in restaurants where we're bringing multiple homes together uh, and and cross sort of cross uh, infecting the community, um, that 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 is one place where we we think we can be effective in in knocking down the spread of the disease. But we have uh, restaurant owners in the county saying that they're feeling harassed, uh, getting visited three times a week uh, in some instances we've heard. Uh, shouldn't uh, the, the resources be devoted to, to more to the problem areas where we've seen uh, nearly half of deaths in the in the state at long-term care facilities? I, as I said earlier, we, we really do have a very focused program on long-term care facilities uh, that has become a model uh, that's been adopted uh, around the state. Uh, that was created by our medical advisors, but uh, we absolutely do not want to harass our, our hard-pressed uh, restaurant owners and, and bar owners. We want to find ways for them to to, to somehow struggle through through this. At the beginning of implementing new regulations, there there's always a a, a, a period of, of adjustment, um, and uh, you know. The, the original uh, rules that we adopted with the guidelines cited by the governor in his order issued by uh, uh, EOC, um, uh, we, we have, with our medical advisors, we've modified those to help the restaurants um, uh, comply and, and create the kind of air circulation that is really the critical issue in preventing the, the virus from from uh, settling and spreading. Sangamon um, County so, Board. So there, there's a... Go ahead. There's this... There's this this learning period, and that's kind of what we're going through right now. Well, um, but, but, the way, but the way you're talking about this, it sounds like it's 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 semi permanent. Well, it's permanent until we get the numbers down, um, and we're seeing good progress on that. Our numbers have been dropping dramatically. Um, unfortunately, the hospital numbers haven't been dropping, but but our but our spread numbers in the community have been dropping, and ultimately that should affect the hospital numbers. Sangamon County uh, Board Chairman Andy Van Meter joins us. Chris Murphy's in the newsroom with a question. And Chairman Van Meter, I 100% understand the situation in Menard County where we just provide the health for them. And as far as enforcement goes, that's up to Menard County officials. Now, with all of that said, with the policies that we have in Sangamon County and the enforcement that we're doing to keep our hospitals there, hasn't the case been made to Menard County to say, hey, look, this is something we really believe in? And yeah. is it on the table where... Hey, hey, if we we can't get any enforcement going down there, then we're going to bow out being your health department. Yeah, you know, we 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 I've had conversations with Menard's chairman. Uh, our sheriffs had conversations with uh, with Menard's sheriff. Our state's attorneys had conversations with Menard's state's attorney. Um, uh, but but the idea of 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 us saying, well, in the middle of a pandemic, if you don't if uh, if uh, you don't listen to what we're what we're su- suggesting, we're just not going to provide you any kind of health service at all. That 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 seems really kind of counterproductive in the middle of a pandemic. I, I know the mayor has this 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 idea that that uh, like if you hire the neighbor kid to 
and mow your lawn that uh, your the neighbor kid can then paint your house red, lock you inside, and and shave your dog. But but we're, we're just the neighbor kid hired to provide health services up in Menard County. <laughs> Did that ever happen to you, Chairman? Did, were you, <laughs> did you ever hire a lawn guy and? <laughs> and then they paint your house red and uh, <laughs> kidnap your dog. Sorry, that's. Uh, I don't know, but I've I've explained this to Jim several times. But when he gets a theory in his head, he's he's it's hard to get it out. Well, I just got to say that analogy was was an interesting one. Definitely painted a picture. Uh, Sangamon County Board Chairman Andy Van Meter joining us. Uh, from our understanding, you're going to be having a conversation with. Um, the public health director and uh, a couple of Springfield aldermen, uh, but that's not going to be public. Why isn't that going to be public? Shouldn't the public who's being impacted by this businesses again, who haven't been able to really turn a revenue uh, stream worth a darn all year long. Um, shouldn't they be able to see what their elected officials uh, that they pay their paychecks with taxes <laughs> uh, are doing? Absolutely. A- absolutely. They should be. And, and Gail, Gail uh, answers questions at the beginning of every County board meeting. Um, uh, she 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 appeared, and that's a public meeting, and you guys cover that. Uh, she answers questions at, in front of the board of health. That's public meeting, and you guys you guys cover that as as well. Um, plus, she communicates every day with uh, all of the aldermen, all of the county board members, and a number of other elected leaders in this community directly, and they have a direct line back to her to ask any questions they have or report anything that they think is important to her and she was she responds to them immediately so so there's there's direct communication on on any question at any time but we need that to to be successful here we're talking with Sangamon County Board Chairman Andy Van Meter, and finally here, uh, just I guess back to the uh, uh, the timeline. Uh, when would uh, the county? Because you know, Sangamon County is one of only a few that are actually enforcing this uh, and going that extra level to provide civil fines and even uh, possible criminal infractions uh, for violating these things and, and hurting businesses. Uh, quite frankly, uh, so what, what's the timeline here uh, for the county? And is it going to be when the vaccine's widely available, or are you taking the you know, the governor's orders and just using that as the guidestone what i guess the question is when are businesses and entrepreneurs and investors in jobs in this community going to be able to get some certainty uh as to what uh, what to expect moving forward we follow the medical advisors we 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 follow these trained epidemiologists and they follow the numbers then why weren't and, they elected no, we, they weren't but they've got the expertise to to, to, to advise us as to what the right policy is here to protect the public, and and uh, and you know we, we were we were severely criticized by the governor as well when when these increased mitigations started. Our medical advisors said they thought we could we, we it was a reasonable policy, and there is good science behind this to ha- to have 25 percent uh, um, indoor dining allowed. Um, but that's not what's going on right just now. Blew up. Chair, but know, Chairman, that's that, not what's going on right now. They can't right, have indoor right. business. But, right, but the, but the, that's right because the numbers just just have just overwhelmed the the system. But we're making progress on that, and and uh, and I'm, I'm I'm confident when the numbers when, when we get the numbers under control that uh, that will that we will we're going to look for every opportunity to to support our local restaurants and bars. They are vitally important to our community.
Well, and, and I guess just finally here, what do you say to you know a sentiment that's out there uh, that that you know you're elected locally, uh, local elected officials are elected locally, and we have this system of uh, you know representation where there's there's protections in place uh, for local elected officials to uh, possibly ap- act as a stopgap for their rights from uh, overreaching government from a state level, for instance. Um, uh, are we just rubber stamping what the what the governor does, and, and do we not have the ability to? Uh, guide our own path with, like, for instance, a 25% capacity or other types of uh, mitigation efforts that uh, that don't necessarily go lockstep with the governor? No, we're, we're, not, we're not just rubber stamping what the governor does. We're following the advice of our, our medical advisors. And they pointed out the governor was upset with us when, when, uh, when we took a phased approach to, to uh, his increased med- mitigations. But we've just got really bad numbers. They're improving. They're they're really improving, but we've got really bad numbers, and we've we've got to we've got to get those numbers down. Particularly the the, the bed availability and the ICU availability in the in the hospitals. That's that's really critical. Yeah, we're all uh, keeping an eye on that for sure. And uh, of course, uh, we all understand the severity of this and the importance of everybody needing to do what they can to help mitigate uh, where they can. Uh, Sangamon County Board Chairman Andy Van Meter, thanks for taking the extended time with us today, uh, this morning on the WD Newsfeed. And uh, we'll talk again soon, okay? Sure.